sometimes uh, business owners, maybe for for example, for Shop the Look, they'll install two Shop the Look apps to figure out which one they actually want, and they they leave the other one that they're not using just there. Like that kind of stuff does bug down the the, the website, and it's just not not a best practice. So, hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron. And Christian, we want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. 2022 is a year of growth. And in your Shopify store, is no different. We want to grow your Shopify store. So in this episode, we're going to go over the only Shopify apps you need to grow in 2022. Um, we're actually talking about eight eight different apps, um, apps that will help you upsell, cross-sell, uh, email apps, SMS apps, and the one app that you need to gather all your data in one place and make better decisions for your business in 2022. Check it out. All right. Hey, Christian, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How about yourself? I am swell. I am, uh, I'm excited for this episode, mostly because I was looking back at our YouTube videos and this was a very popular video. We've done it a few times, but I think this is obviously one of those ones that updates over time. So you may throw some other ones in here I haven't thought of yet, but uh, very exciting. And also one that we get a lot of questions on on the YouTube channel as well, which is just like, what app should I use? How should I download them? What I, what I do? So I think it's going to be very helpful for people. Yeah, I think I'll, yeah, like like you said, it's a ever growing and changing list, right, of, of apps that you need to grow. Um, but for I think we're going to try to focus on, yeah, 2022. Uh, some of these apps might work right off the gate if you're starting a, your your store or even if you've been five plus years, right, with, with Shopify um, and, and growing and even using different versions of some of these apps too um, or alternatives, right, to, to these apps. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's start with number one. So, number one is Zipify. And it's, uh, if you're familiar at all with Ezra Firestone or um, Morgan Pittman, um, or Molly Pittman, rather, um, they basically teach online marketers, online business owners how to how to grow in their e-commerce space. But anyway, they created, Ezra created this app called Zipify. It's like... Well, the actual app is one-click upsell. Yeah, it's buy Zipify or whatever. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, because I think they have a suite of apps. But anyway, one-click upsell and... This is kind of like a, I mean, some apps already, or some websites already have them plugged in, so like ClickFunnels, whatever. But basically what happens is you can have a pre-sale, a post-sale, an upsell, and a downsell. So multiple opportunities to increase that average order value. Um, and just think of it as you added something to cart, and then literally at the click of a button, you can add something else. Amazon already makes this very easy to do. But with this app, it also works really well. Um, for some, some businesses, it, it makes sense. For others, it doesn't. Meaning that if you don't have something to pair it well, or if you aren't updating this, then it doesn't make sense. But if you can, if you can pair different items, if you buy this shirt, get this hoodie, or if you buy this hat, get these shirts, then it makes sense. Um, it does take a little bit of work. I'm not going to lie there. But it is it drastically increases the average order value um, just because you sell more products. Yeah. Uh, this is actually one of the few apps that Shopify has allowed to be used in the checkout process. So not a lot of apps get the access to uh, sort of manipulate the checkout process and one-click upsell does. And it's, like Aaron said, it's very, very powerful. It is 
a little bit of a not learning curve, but it, it just is time consuming because there's a lot of manual processes that you have to to implement. But imagine, you know, you put something in your cart, you get a notification. Hey, would you like to add this? And then even after they're done purchasing that item and they're in the sort of thank you page that you typically see um, right there, th there's also an opportunity to say, hey, by the way, do you want to add this $1.50 product to, to your thing, to your uh, order? And it's just a push of a button and it just gets the order gets updated automatically. Uh, they don't have to necessarily enter any additional information. Um, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of apps that integrates like this with the Shopify checkout. So I think that's a, a, a huge thing to consider here. Um, and then the other thing I was going to talk about is like if, if you do have um, more of a clothing store or, or where you your products turn around pretty quickly, then think of it as maybe an opportunity to um, sort of push some of the best sellers. So let's say like you have leggings that you always have in stock and they're just some of your best sellers um, and it's something that you can order more of, then that would be something that I would suggest to include in some of these upsells. Um, not necessarily like, oh, you bought this shirt, uh, pair it with these pair of jeans. You could do that. But like Aaron said, that's going to be very time consuming because if you order, you know, a low amount of inventory, then that's going to get tricky really, really quickly. Absolutely. So you go check that out. And the cool thing about Zipify 2 is that there is no like set amount, right? It's It only charges you once you start making money. So it, it goes up into tier systems based off of like how much you make and how much it, it brings in. So it's very cool in, in that sense. All right. So number two here is we just really, I, so I've, we added or on here. So it's Sumo or Attentive. Tentative, attentive something is new, but both of these platforms or both of these uh, apps allow you to collect zero party data or like customer information. So phone number, email. Sumo is a tool we've we've been recommending for at this point, I think like six years, five and a half, six years. And it's really powerful. Um, I actually am having uh, our campaign manager reach out to them, see if they're going to ever add the SMS feature, which is why we went with Attentive and are trying it for other uh, clothing sources because Attentive allows you, and you guys may have seen it, like bigger companies where they'll put in the email address for a discount and then it will automatically go to a second page to ask for SMS. And SMS is just as valuable. So why not get two pieces of information there? Uh, and Attentive does it well. There's another one out there called Postscripts, but not as familiar with that one as much as Attentive. But Sumo is very versatile, allows you to do amazing designs. Attentive is, I guess, a little bit less versatile, but uh, it does have the functionality, right? They're more focused on does this work well versus like how can I customize? It's just more like a clear call to action, pop up. It does what it needs to do. Sumo, uh, better for more like a creative side of things if you want your brand to look more on point. Wouldn't it tend to be more of like the SMS side of things? They do email too. So it's email first and then SMS. So they knew that they had to do both. So it doesn't, it does, you can just do SMS. And I believe you can also just do email. But the point for what they're pushing, right, is is a little bit more leaning to the SMS. But they do email first and then SMS like um, afterwards is what I have seen. There's also um, there's also um, the ones that I've seen that have done SMS first and then asked for an email. I don't know if that works as well, but uh, yeah, I think they started technically as like SMS and then people were like, 
they wanted email to or something. I don't know, but yeah. they do. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember going to the website um, not too long ago, and yeah, they, I'm on it right now. It says the most comprehensive text message marketing solution. So I'm guessing, and everything on their homepage kind of defers to text message first. So I'm guessing that's where, yeah, they're they're doing the bulk of the of the work. Yeah. And it's, it is what, like, it, people compare it to, like I said, Postscripts. It's more of a, a competitor to Postscripts, but I think the reason that Attentive is better is because that they also have the capabilities with email. And uh, to my understanding as well, they also integrate with another app that we're going to talk about a little later, which is a better email platform uh, that does also do SMS, just not at this level. We really need somebody to just do all of it in one instead of having to recommend a million apps to you guys. Um, so... <laughs> that's that would make the show very short but also uh, effective here so um let's move on to uh number three what do you got what's number three here so we have a shop to look app um i don't think that we necessarily have a like number one that we recommend in terms of uh, when you go to the shopify app store but the the power of the shop to look app is the fact that you can build your um your whole look right a whole outfit together and it's very powerful because it even it could follow you into the product pages. So let's say someone's interested in this shirt um, at that point um, in that product page that you just scroll down a little bit and they see the whole outfit laid out in front of them. Um, and for the ability to uh, with one click, just add all those things to to the cart. Um, a lot of people do like to shop like that. Um, so it, it's a, it's definitely something that you would want to include in order to increase your average order value. Um, and just have people basically yeah, purchase more from you. Um, two that we have used in the past is the Shop to Look by Byte Commerce, B-Y-T-E. And then the other one is the Shop to Look by Zoomi with three O's, Z-O-O-O-O-M-I-M-Y. Sorry. Um, those two we actually have used on some of the stores and have uh, had some success uh, with these apps. Both of them have some free plans available. So uh, I would encourage you to do something with a shop to look or sort of outfit builder um, where you can integrate in multiple, multiple parts of, of your website as well. Yeah, I think at the end, we could also just uh, prioritize or we can uh, lay out like, make sure you do these apps first before jumping into like, I don't know, shop to look is probably makes a lot of sense. But just at the bare minimum, uh, stepping back, like just at least collect email addresses or phone numbers, right? Like. The shop to look is a nice shiny and it's really cool, but at the bare minimum, start collecting email addresses and phone numbers. That's a, I think a big mistake people wait uh, to do it when the website is live. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think shop to look necessarily you need it right off the gate. You know, when you're launching your site, um, but it it is something to to include uh, moving forward. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training. All right. So number four is uh, one that I think the whole world will agree that they don't know how to pronounce this name correctly because the other side would argue. So it's either Clavio, Clavio. Um, so anyway, Clavio. I think that they say it is called Clavio. So many people say Clavio. I really don't. I think know. they say Clavio. It's Clavio because it's a clay. That's how I remember it. I think. I don't know. I might be wrong too. Okay. 
So either way, like I said, it, it, I I don't know the answer. I've went back and forth so many times, and there's so many people that I call it one thing, and they're like, oh, that's pretty sure it's the other. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about because it is the best email software for e-commerce businesses. They are just, it's built for that. They do it well. It's it's smooth. It's seamless. The, the analytics are amazing. The templates uh, are really, really robust. Uh, so it's just built for e-commerce stores. So... I would highly suggest to check that one out. It is a platform that um, absolutely trumps like, you know, a, a MailChimp or a Constant Contact or even um, SendGrid or SendGrid or SendInBlue, anything like that. Uh, this is, like I said, the domination, the dominating app for e-commerce. And this is what we suggest for all of our clients right now. We also work with ActiveCampaign too uh, because ActiveCampaign does have a lot of automations but just pure uh, e-commerce, uh, Clavio is superior in that manner. Yeah, I think that I don't know if they started with Shopify, um, but I just remember always seeing that connection. It's like, oh, if you have a Shopify store, you more than likely have Clavio, um, and that's another big thing. It's like it just integrates really, really well with with Shopify. Um, so coming next, um, I think this next two, three are more like features that you need to add to your store in order to provide a better experience for your customers. Um, the, the first one is it's a wish list app. Um, again, we don't necessarily have a go-to one. Uh, there's there's a lot of, of them out there. Um, I would suggest that you just type in wish list in the app store um, and just make your decision based on reviews and based on some of the features that they include. Um, I know like there's wish lists that are maybe sometimes a little bit annoying because they just follow you on every single page and it just has like a little tab and it says wish list with a big heart. Like some of those might be annoying to some customers. Um, but if it's something nice and simple and um, it just works flawlessly, then I would definitely recommend some sort of wish list app, not only for your customer's sake and for them to have a better experience, but also for you in the back end. If you think about you're going to get all this data on what your customers are actually more interested in um, without them having to necessarily spend some money with you then that gives you some ideas on how to purchase and when to purchase and different things like that. So uh, having some sort of wish list app, again, it benefits both sides um, of, of the aisle. Yeah, and these are these are the next couple are ones that I'm not also as familiar with other than the client saying something and then yeah, Christian talks to them about it. But it's, uh, it's also a feature that I guess I use for myself, which is, uh, or I guess with family, I don't really use myself, but use with family to to help figure out gifts and just make a better buying purchase or a quicker buying purchase from what somebody else wants. So I'm just on a user. So I, uh, that's, that's all my feedback. Yeah. Um, the next one is, is going to be restock alerts. Um, so unfortunately Shopify doesn't give you the ability for, or to hide out of stock products automatically. That's something that you have to manually do in the back end, uh, whenever products go out of stock. So having some sort of app, with a restock alert where if it is out of stock, the customer still can access the product page. Uh, but instead of a buy now or add to car button, it would have a email me or not notify me when this product is available. Uh, again, the only caveat with this is that if you don't purchase or, or if you're not able to purchase that inventory again, then this app is just doesn't make sense for you because uh, you don't want to promise them that, hey, uh, this product might come back when in reality you just don't have the power or, or the ability to necessarily repurchase some of those items. Um, so word of caution with that restock alert. Now, if 
you don't want to do a recycle alert, then I would highly suggest something like a smart filter app where it automatically hides these out of stock products. Um, plus, this actually the smart filter. Let me find out the who makes it. Um, I believe it's Globo. We have used this app multiple multiple times, and it's great. Yeah, it's called Smart Product Filter and Search by Globo, G-L-O-B-O. And not only does it automatically hide those, hide those out-of-stock products, it also provides you on the left-hand side that filtering option, right, where you can filter by price, product, r- reviews, uh, brand. Uh, I mean, it's unlimited what you can do with the filtering options. Again, this will make... The, the purchasing process for your customers a lot easier and for them to find products a lot easier within your site. Is that the one, is that one free or is there, I can't remember if that was the price. Um, it does have a, a, a free plan available, um, but it's, I mean, it's something very basic. It's just kind of like for you to test it out really. Um, could it, it includes up to 25 products. So I guess if you have a small store, you're selling a few items, then up to 25 products is free. But at that point, I mean, do you really need a filtering option? <laughs> right. You know, for, yeah. For so, um, but yeah, and I think it's—I mean—it's somewhat affordable. I think it's not, yeah, nine bucks a month up to five hundred products, um, and it goes to nineteen forty-nine. Um, Very cool. All right, the last one here is one that uh, if you are have been to our YouTube channel at all, you know that we are big fans of. So this is Triple Whale, and more importantly, so Triple Whale um, is—I would say like you kind of get the two in one here. So triple whale side of things, the the app allows you all the data, right? So it gives you all the data from Google, Facebook, um, TikTok, where literally insert whatever, and we'll give you all of the data. It also allows you to put in your pricing for marketing, your pricing for advertising, your pricing for taxes and sales and whatever else. And it integrates directly with Shopify. So it pulls all of that data in there to tell you like a real time, what's your net profit. Uh, the other side of Triple Whale is Triple Pixel. And this gives you even more data back to Triple Whale telling you like, hey, this is where you're making profit or this is where you're making sales happen on the platforms, whether it's on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, um, Clavio, Clavio, whatever. It integrates with all of that and will tell you like, here's your profit. Like this is the areas that you're making profit, but then it will give you the ability for like predictive sales so that you can create segments of people who are likely to purchase again in the next 30 days or likely to purchase again in the next 10 days. Um, but it's, it's extremely powerful. They're somewhat new. I don't know if it's been a year or where they're, where exactly they are in their timeline. It is new. So they're adding a ton of new features all the time. And it just gives you as the business owner peace of mind knowing like what, what are my actual costs? Where am I actually making money so that you can make better decisions within the business. So it's, it's really cool. It's fun to play around with, um, especially if you like to see good visuals of, of your data. Yeah, very, very powerful. All right. I think that I think that's it. I don't, I don't know if we have anything else. We did eight. I don't know if there was uh, more than that. But anyway, I think, Christian, what do you suggest? Like, we really don't want more than like 10 apps on a website. To, otherwise, you really start to like slow things down, right? I mean, I wouldn't say 10. I mean, it, it, it truly depends. I mean, some some of the apps that um, you install with Shopify don't really affect it that much. Um, but you do want to you do want to be cautious of, of what you add to your Shopify store in terms of apps. And also be, just make sure that you're constantly cleaning them up. You know, sometimes uh, business owners, maybe, for for example, for Shop to Look, they'll install two Shop to Look apps to figure out which one they actually want. And they, they leave the other one that they're not using just there. Like, 
that kind of stuff does bug down the the, the website and it's just not not a best practice so um, we just recommend every month just kind of go over your apps make sure that you're actually using them if you're not make sure you cleanse and release and delete uh, what you're not using but I would say yeah 10 12 15 I mean I think that's that's perfectly fine um, but again it's more of that maintenance uh, that you should be doing on your site don't leave apps on there we've seen people leave apps on there for years that they never use so yeah don't do this all right, guys, that's all we have for this week. And uh, as always, just, just a quick reminder, if you're more of a visual person and want to uh, dive even deeper to like real life scenarios and screen sharings, uh, make sure to go check us out on YouTube. Just search for Bit Branding, and you'll see us pop up there on YouTube. Subscribe and you'll see at least two videos that drop every single week uh, to help you grow your clothing store. So thanks, guys. And we'll, we'll see you next time. See you. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.